If you're a health entrepreneur, coach, or practitioner that wants to turn your expertise into a high six or seven figure virtual business with less stress, so you can impact more people at a deeper level while making more money and enjoying a greater quality of life in the process, then the Health Printer Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Uriel Kame. I'm a former pro athlete, leading health expert, New York Times bestselling author, and the founder of Healthpreneur, where I help experts just like you create and fill high-end virtual coaching programs that create dream come true results for your clients. Now, for a free and in-depth training on how to do just that without manual prospecting, one-on-one coaching, or having to spend years building your online following, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training and jump on to our seven-figure health business blueprint training today. And now, let's get to today's episode. Healthpreneurs, what's going on? Yuri here, and I've got the amazing results coaches in the house once again. Welcome to another edition of Between the Ears. Yes, we have finalized the name of the show, and uh, I'm, I'm super pumped to be here with you guys. Steph, Jackie, Amy, welcome. And I'm a little bit buzzed today because I had, uh, I had a coffee this morning, which was caffeinated. <laughs> So before this, I was doing some work and I was just like dancing to some beats and stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm like on drugs here. So (laughs) I'm a little bit more pepped up than usual, which is actually not a bad thing. So anyways, today we're talking about um, not expecting the journey to be easy. And why I think this is important, guys, is that, you know, like we're like, again, energetically, we're all for setting an intention, right? Setting an intention that... You know, you can achieve and, and really have whatever you want in life and, and visualizing that and expecting it to come to you with ease and flow. But at the same time, we have to kind of live on planet Earth as well. We, we have to understand that there are going to be challenges that, you know, if you've never done something before, it's not going to be easy. Just like teaching our kids how to ride a bike is not easy. And if we if they think that they're going to be perfect at it the first time, they're going to give up because they get frustrated. So the whole topic of today's discussion is to really be reminded that there will be challenges, that the journey isn't necessarily easy, but as a result of that, it's the most rewarding part of this whole process. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to dive into this. So why don't we get started off? Um, Amy, I mean, you and Jackie do a lot of our enrollment calls now. Um, Steph's going to be starting to do a lot of them as well. But when you speak to some of our prospective clients, what do you think? Like, do people come into these calls with the the mindset that, all right, I'm willing to do the work, I understand there's work involved, or it's like they're just going to sit back and, and allow us to do everything for them? Like, what is what do you find is uh, a lot of the common mindset? Maybe it's a bit of a bit of both. I think you know absolutely. That's kind of a double edged sword because. Um, because you have taught and you em- you employ such a simple system in the perfect client pipeline and you are pre-qualifying people to come onto that call with us, for the most part, people are answering. Um, we ask a question, are you a do your best kind of person or a do whatever it takes kind of person? And I love that question because I love to hear the answers that all of you give. 
Um, and there's all different ones. Ooh, you know, I usually get, ooh, that's a really good question. And then a lot of people say they're a combination, right? Like, if you're into it, if you're passionate about it, you're going to do whatever it takes, and you want to do your best. We talk about that, though. We don't want the do your best to be perfection and to, I'm a do my best kind of person, so I never actually put myself out there. So it's the people that we bring into our tribe are a do-whatever-it-takes kind of person, the people that are successful, that follow the system, because they understand when we get on the phone and we say, you know, the reason that I ask this question, and I, I love having this part of the conversation, is because we've already established this, most likely. Um, as we've already discussed, building a business can be simple, it's, but it's, or it's certainly not easy, as you already know. Most people are coming to us with experience, they're struggling, they know it's hard, and they want to know what to do. So uh, most people are coming in knowing that there's work involved, and that's also the piece of we can't want it more for you than you want it for yourself, because it is going to be difficult. And I loved what you said, Yuri, you know, anything worth doing, there's going to be a challenge, and the joy comes, you know, in overcoming the challenges. I think everything I do, I want to learn faster. I can't wait until I know it. And I'm finally at this point in my life being like, okay, but it, it happens every time. So that's where the flow comes, the acceptance of you don't know, but here's the path. And you guys have amazing support system in the team. So that's where you can flow. Follow the path. Know it's going to be challenging. Take on the challenge like you said that you would when you enrolled and then reach out for help. So, you know, it's, it is it is multifold there, Yuri. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, I love you, you talked about how usually we give more value to something we put a little bit more effort into. And this is, yeah. I really firmly believe this, that um, I was at an event this past week and I actually did an Instagram story about th this week. Uh, Arlene Dickinson, who is one of the dragons or was one of the dragons on Dragon's Den, which is a Canadian version of Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. She was talking about um, when she was 30, she had four kids, uh, didn't have a job, just recently divorced, was had gone into a depression, was sleeping on her parents' couch and was in a funk. And her dad came to her one day and said, hey, who do you think is going to get you out of this situation? And she looked up at him and, and said, you? And he's <laughs> like, nope, you're going to figure this out. And the, the whole lesson that she got from that experience was in life, it's way more empowering to give people hand ups than handouts. And yes. this is a really important thing that we talk about with our clients. And this is where as a coach, I really believe we're not supposed to give you the easy way. We're not supposed to answer things for you. A lot of times we want to prod you, push you, question, ask you questions that will help you come up with the answers. Because at the end of the day, when you figure things out on your own, that's when it sticks. That's when you've you've developed a skill set, a knowing that you can never get from a handout. And so, yes, we can give you the answer. We could give you the fish. But I think as coaches, and even for you guys as coaches for your own clients, teaching people how to fish is going to help them become much better versions of themselves in the process. And they're going to value that transformation so much more because they so went through maybe some of the hardship of having to learn and grow and, and kind of stumble and fall along the way. So that's, that's a great point that you bring up, Amy. Jackie, you had, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, an application come through for a call. And I saw this application and I was like, I screenshotted this application because I was like, this, and I don't know how what the outcome of the call is going to be, but 
This, for me, is the ideal type of application you want to see come through. And I'm, I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about, where this person is like, um, I know it's something along the lines of, I know it's going to be challenging, but I'm, I, I know I can't do this on my own. I know I need the support. I'm ready to do this now. And let's just do this hell, hell or high water type of thing. What do you like? How do you feel when you see these types of applications come through or even having conversations with these types of people where they recognize, you know, the journey is not going to be very easy versus maybe those who expect it to be? Yeah, actually, that that's a good that's a good call. And I know which one you're talking about. We're actually still talking today. So she's in her 24 hour window. Um and to be honest, it, it, it comes down to sometimes I think, and this goes to the practitioners, like Amy, you spoke very well of like 99% of our applicants, but I know I've even brought into our workshop, like healthcare practitioners who are in the office still, like naturopaths, chiropractors, and they, they could easily dismiss our workshop because they didn't want to do the tech. They didn't want to learn certain things. But in that strategy session and that results call, I make it very clear. It's like, it's good for you to understand this because you're giving away all your power. Totally. You know, if something were to happen and everything was shut down, you need to at least understand it and or understand who to hire to bring in and help you. So it, it, we're up leveling people to empower them to say, okay, how can we make this a simple process, right? Because there's going to be challenges. There's going to be struggles. And we're not going to just say to our dream because we can't take on more because they, some of these practitioners physically can't take on more. They're spending hours and hours seeing, seeing patients and clients and they don't want to necessarily give that up yet. So I know I brought in some practitioners with support help, right? It's like, okay, well, if you don't want to fully understand all of the nitty gritty details, do you have someone on your team? And they're like, oh yeah, can I bring them to the workshop? Absolutely. Right. But it's still not going to be easy, but we've simplified it one more step. Um, I think that's, that's one key thing. It's like, okay, it's same thing with my situation. Like today I'm like, look, I'm in my kitchen because I have one toddler over here. I have a one-year-old in her crib because my nanny had a situation this morning and my two backups are on vacations. Like, what are you going to do? Right. You kind of foresee what you can and you make it happen. Um, I could have freaked out and said, I'm not going to do this today. Right. But instead it's like, okay, I have 45 minutes. What's the best situation to best handle this? And here I am. So um, it's kind of like when you know you have a passion about it, it's do or die. And that's all of our applications. Like there, there are some that come through that are kind of wishy-washy and we reply to them via email. Like if this is a hundred percent go for you, then I need to know these answers better. Right. And I even had another Cairo that's like, I don't want to give you any more answers. Like this isn't, to go for me and then he opened up this big storm of like life's happening right and life's going to happen so because life's happening and you're trying to run a business you don't just give up you've got to like push through you got to lean on your team you got to lean on us you got to say this is what's going on how can I make sure this doesn't happen again right so we share our stories we triumph together we celebrate our failing forwards we, we do all of it as a tribe as a family as a team and I really think that's what keeps things greased right so it's again it's not easy but it keeps everything simplified yeah totally it's I think what it comes down to is like how badly do you want it you know if it's you know, it's, um, I'm just kind of putting together my, my courage co talk right now. One of the things I talk about is, you know, one of the ways to build courage is you have to make it a must, right? And so, for instance, when there is, um, you know, when you have to, you know, kind of when you're on your own and you have to um, kind of fend for yourself or, uh, you know, figure things out and there's no food, you have to learn how to hunt. 
you know, and you, <laughs> otherwise you're dead, right? Like you're dead in the wild, like you're dead. So, you know, I think we live in an era, especially when you, and, and this is why it's, sometimes it's nice to kind of start off almost on your own where you have to learn the basics because as you mentioned, Jackie, one of the biggest, I've seen this many times over the years and it's, it's sad where, you know, a practitioner who just wants to do their thing partners up with a marketing expert and they're like, just market whatever you have to market, get this message out there. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to see my patients and, and create my content. And I've seen this too many times where those relationships or partnerships dissolve at some point. And now the practitioner is like shit out of luck because they don't know how to do anything. Right. And that's, that's a challenge. So it's not to say that everyone has to become a marketer, but you have to understand the basics of, for instance, the tech. Like, yes, we're going to help you set all that up, but you have to understand how to log into schedule once, for instance, or your Facebook ads manager, because God forbid, if something goes wrong or the person who's helping you is on vacation for a week or so, or, or so you have to know the basics of how to you know migrate that whole situation or navigate that whole situation, because otherwise you're again as you said, Jackie, you're giving away your power to someone now who, you know, you know, God forbid something bad should happen. So, this, yeah, that's um, that's a really good point, Steph. Yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think that a lot of people? Not a lot of people. Why do you think that people give up? Like, why do you think that when someone says in your resolution to lose weight why do you think when someone has this like really big drive to start a business and start enrolling clients why do you think that they go from this high emotional intensity of like yes i'm gonna make this happen to seeing it fizzle out over the coming weeks or months not in all cases but in some cases i think you know and i i actually have a lot of experience with this myself is we expect so i i used to think that everything was going to be so hard that then i would just not do it at all right so so for example sometimes people start okay i'm going to do this i'm going to do this i'm going to you know start this weight loss journey or i'm going to start this amazing program that yuri has done so i'm going to have this amazing business at the end and then as soon as it gets hard it's like oh my gosh this is too hard i'm not good enough all of these thoughts start to pop into the head that again are just they live in the subconscious mind and as soon as something it's almost like that like the challenge starts to poke at you and prod at you and you're like i gotta give up i can't do this what's cool about this program in particular is that you provide us these results coaches right that we can actually help you get past that little hump so a lot of people who start these new year's resolutions they don't set themselves up for success because they're running on this high of New Year's, right? Or this high of just signing up or this high of whatever it is. And that high does not last, right? Again, we, we've talked about this before, I believe, but I actually did a podcast about this on Mindset by Design where everything's like a battery. We have, we have these highs and then the battery dips down low. And guess what? You got to replug in and then it charges back up and then you go down low again and then charge back up. So you just have to kind of expect it to be challenging, but also understand when to ask for help, understand when you got to push through, um, circle back to why you started, right? So Jackie's just mentioned there's a lot, we have a lot of practitioners who are in brick and mortar who, who literally cannot take on another client. So how do you scale if you only have X amount of hours in the day, right? So circle back to that idea of, wow, I can help more people if I push through, 
How many more people, how many, how many more, um, you know, sales can I get? How many more people can I help? And then once you circle back to that, it's like, okay, this tech is challenging. It's just something new. I can do it. If other people can do it, I can do it. And again, you know, another thing about it is, is that we have a lot of really smart people in this group, right? A lot of smart people are listening to this right now. A lot of smart people are in the group. And that can also often be a challenge because the brain thinks of, but if I do this and I do that and then this can happen and that can happen, oh my gosh, and what if it explodes and what if I hit this button and everybody dies and ball? Like, it's like we think of all of these things. So if you can just kind of dumb it down a bit where it's like, okay, I don't know how to do this. Let me just press this button. Let me hit, let me Google it. Let me tag somebody in the group. Let me, you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of like we just have to allow, allow ourselves to understand that things can actually be a little bit easier than we make them. Mm Times, you know, so it is challenging, but also, and I, I also did a, a um, Facebook live recently in the group about this, where if we think about our archaic ancestors and how hard their lives were, you know, you just said if you're hungry, you got to learn how to hunt, right? Well, these people were had to do so many things. So it's like, we're literally giving you a system that is a proven system. And yes, it will be challenging. However, what's, what's more challenging figuring out on your own, right? And if you can just circle back to that, it's like, okay, I can figure this out. I can do this, right? Totally. And, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, guys, I think perspective is helpful too. So we've got um, one of our clients, Tim, is in the group. He's actually climbed Mount Everest twice. <laughs> Once he didn't summit, but still, come on, right? At least he was there. Second time he got to the summit of Mount Everest. And I told him, I'm like, listen, man, that is an amazing reference point because honestly, anything else you do in life is going to be a lot easier than climbing Mount Everest. Okay, like, so guys, like, we all have these reference points, and it's really important to think back to, man, I went through this really tough time, whether it's personally in your business or whatever, and think of, okay, I got through that, I can figure out how to sync up this pixel, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or whatever we get stuck in with the weeds, and I think part of the problem is that we, we, so many people get stuck in the weeds, and they get so entrenched, like they're like in this swamp and they're just covered in all this stuff. And you got to come out of that. You got to come up to the high level, like big vision, big picture. And as you said, Steph, reconnect to the why, like really reconnect to here is why I'm doing this. And the consequences of me not doing this are going to be this, this and this. So a lot of this process, guys, is like you have to... You have to operate at a high level, but also come down to planet Earth to take action. And that's why I think it's important to have some type of routine every day, whether it's in the morning or at night or both, where you're reconnecting to your goals, you're reconnecting to your why, because there will be times, and believe me, it happens more often than we want, where you don't want to do the work, where you don't want to get out of bed, where, for instance, um, as you guys know, I love playing tennis. And I realized this summer that okay, cool, the level I want to be at is like way higher than I'm currently at. So I said, okay, what's one, one of my limitations? Well, one of my limitations is my shoulder because if I'm playing in matches and my shoulder starts hurting, now my technique goes and my mind goes and all this stuff goes. So I'm like, okay, over the next year, I'm going to work my ass off to improve my shoulder, to improve my conditioning so that when I play guys that are 17, 18 years old, I'm going to wipe the court with them. Okay, so what does that look like? So I put together a whole schedule for me and I realized... I'm going to have to work harder than maybe I've done before. And and not harder in the sense of like laying on the ground after a workout, but maybe it's working through things that I didn't want to do, like being more consistent with 
mobility drills that I may have done once a week in the past. Um, so then, all right, that's all cool. The plan's laid out. I'm ready to go. A couple days ago, I'm outside doing some work, some agility stuff in the fields, and I finish. I'm like, oh my God, I just tweaked my back. So it's like, shit. All right, so now I'm sidelined for a couple days or maybe more. And we have to be careful with these with these with these things that pop up because they can very quickly derail us. And in your life with your business, that might and, and guys, this is why it's so important to figure out a way to do this no matter what. Because life is gonna happen. Family members are gonna get sick, you're gonna get forced to move, uh, a hurricane might hit, like whatever is going on. Life happens and we have to build up fortitude and plans and strategies that are going to keep us moving forward no matter what. Because it's very easy to say, sorry, I can't do that. You know, um, this happened. And that's not a good place to be in because it's always going to be an external force outside of yourself that is holding you back from your dreams. And when you give your power away, you don't have control of your life. So that's the way I see this. And just want to kind of tap into some of the comments here in the Facebook thread. Allison, what's up? Um, Amy Ford White saying, just going back to what Jackie was talking about with delegating, you know, a lot of stuff in your businesses. The people that are working with you also don't have the same motivation that you have for your personal business, which is true. And there's obviously ways you can build culture to, to kind of mitigate that. But at the end of the day, guys, uh, just like a financial planner, won't love your money as much as you do, you love your business more than anyone else, right? So you have to take responsibility for that. Um, yeah, so that's just my little uh, soapbox rant on taking control no matter what, getting it done. So I think a lot of examples here can be applied. So part of the discussion here we wanted to bring to you guys is is not only for for helping you guys build out your businesses, but I think this is an important framework that you can share with your potential clients too. Because if you're on the phone with someone and they want to lose weight and nothing's worked for them in the past, for instance, or they've gone up and down, I think it's really important to be honest with them to say, hey, listen, it's not going to be easy. And I think people appreciate that because I think we're in a time where there's two camps. There's the camp that says, I want this result and I want it tomorrow. I want to you know, press a button, get it done. I want to take the magic pill and I lose the weight. But then there's another camp that is like, I've seen so much of that garbage that if I see any more of it, I'm going to go crazy. And I think humans, at a fundamental level, we understand that there's going to be a bit of a work involved. So, wh- so what do you guys say, like when you're speaking with your own clients or our own clients, like what message would you want them to be able to take to their own clients to be able to get this message across to them to not only make it more realistic for working slash enrolling with them, but also... Um, acting maybe more from a, a place of service and, and really serving people at that higher level because they're more honest with those potential clients. I think that's a great point, Yuri. And I think, as you said, it's really refreshing for people to have that honesty because no matter what, you know, we're being bombarded. And I spoke with a gal on the phone the other day um, for our Results Accelerator call that was, you know, really all about the relationship building and with the pipeline was not able to wrap our head around yet. How are we building this relationship if I've never spoken with the person and the first time I get on the phone with them, 
I'm now offering them my program. And you know what? That wasn't something that had come up before. I hadn't spoken with anyone in the HBA, but maybe that's happening for some of you. And I think, you know, and I did talk with her and we, I coached her around that and she wasn't ready. She has a, she's a great candidate and we can build a relationship with her, certainly. Um, but what happens is I, everything that we do in the HBA and you're, I just, I'm always so grateful for your example and your lead because everything that you model here, we take into our businesses. So if I'm going to, going to whine and complain and say, I really wanted to go mountain biking today, and but I have this call, and I have to go home to do it. No, I don't. I'm going to go mountain biking as soon as we hang up, right? There's always a solution. So if I get into a funk and I'm making that up in my head, I say to myself, there's always, a, wait a minute, there's always a solution. I think my kids are probably sick of hearing that now at 15 and 11, but I always tell them there's always a solution. And if they're like, I can't do this, or I say that to myself, is that true? So when you're working with your own clients, you want to help them because whether you are business to business, whether you are weight loss, whatever it is, mindset comes in and those stories are going to come in. My my parent is sick. I can't do this. It's online. You can do this. There's internet everywhere. I know some of us go places where there's not, and that's refreshing too. But there's always, just like we don't need weights to do a workout, right? If your clients are like, I'm going on vacation, can't work out, no gym. No, there's always a solution. You can do body weight. There's other things you can prep if you're not going to have access to internet. So really how to work with those clients and keep them Focused and knowing that, okay, here is the system we've laid out for you. It's step by step. It's proven. We're here to support you along the way so that when you fall down, we can say, hey, you just tripped over that root over there. That's why you fell. Get up, shake it off, and let's notice that root next time so you don't crash, right? We don't coddle, right? You won't want to, if you do that to your kids, they're going to cry every time they fall and they'll never brush themselves off. So it's really, Think about when you're doing the HBA work, when you're approaching clients, how do you want them to come in? Do you want them to come in arguing with you over everything like a teenager does, like contrary every, every, everything you say? No, you want them to take that path. So on the phone call, you want to, you, you'll get a feel for that. Some people do come in hot and they're not allowing you to go through your process. They're not for you. So it's really everything you, you're doing in, in the HBA, Yuri is simplified it for us. Follow it. Notice how you feel. Your clients are going to feel the same way no matter what field you're in. And I think, guys, again, going back to perspective, it's helpful. This the reason why we're putting these 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 sessions together and and our podcast, for instance, is that we want to share stories of the journey. Because I really, as I've mentioned, like I think we live in a world where everyone is seeing, for instance, on Instagram, the destination. They see the private jets. Nobody owns a private jet unless you're like The Rock, okay, or Celine Dion. Everyone else is like (laughs) they're they're on an airport tarmac with a friend, and they just happen to take a picture with a jet. That's not the journey. And we don't really know what the person went through or what their story is to get to that level of BS, if it is in some cases. So I think it's important to, what I find really helpful is not so much to read or listen to like the how-to stuff. It's to listen or read biographies or listen to people's journeys. Like Winston Churchill, read his biography. You're going to learn what this guy had to go through in spite of like everything to, to be one of the best leaders of all time. And I think it, you know, it gives, you know, yourself or your clients hope that, man, like what I'm going through is really not that bad. 
when we were in Alaska earlier this year, um, someone was sharing the story of the, the early explorers in the whole Klondike gold rush. And guys, if you have any idea what these people went through, man, like everything we're doing is really a kindergarten compared to that. Like these are people who left their homes, their families, etc., in the pursuit of this amazing dream called gold without knowing what they were getting into. They didn't know the weather. They didn't know the landscape. There were no, there were no roads or no paved, like paths paved, nothing. And in a lot of times they were opening doors that didn't even know what was on the other side. They were leading to like imminent death. Like I can't, like, there was like tens of thousands of these explorers who died in the pursuit of this. And like, there was just so much craziness that was going on back then. We have it so much easier now. So I think it's helpful sometimes to learn these stories, to to kind of reel things in to get a bit of perspective to understand that, hey, like, all right, this is tough, but this is part of the process. I mean, it's been a frustrating couple months for us. We've had six Facebook ad accounts shut down. I could have said, all right, this doesn't work, right? All right, what's the, we're not gonna do this anymore. Um, but we figured out a way. You know, we, we hired, initially hired an agency to get this sorted out for us. It took them five weeks to even do a review of our, of our account, which didn't happen. And so we said, screw that, found somebody else to run it. In the meantime, we said, all right, we gotta figure out some redundancies. So Rudy has been cracking the YouTube code for us. And so now we've got YouTube ads that are running and doing great. So you just have to pivot. You have to kind of roll up the punches and you can't give up because it's not easy, guys. You guys are gonna have issues with your Facebook ads. You're gonna have, you know, people are not clicking on them or people are not registering or it might, you might spend more money than you want before you get people on the phone or whatever. You have to have the fortitude to go through that. So, yeah. Um, you know, Yuri, right in the background here, it's, um, I, I live in Killington, Vermont, which is an amazing, amazing place. And it's, it's, I'm not from here. I'm from New York, but my husband and I, when our son was born 15 years ago, we were not stopping skiing. So, um, my in-laws sat us down and we're like, you know, my son was one, we were renting up here and we were determined we wanted to live this Vermont lifestyle. We wanted out of New York, out of all that you know, energy. We wanted the slower lifestyle. And my, I just remember like my sitting across in this little tiny apartment with my in-laws saying, you need to be grownups now and you need to pick a place to live. Now we had a 15 year business. We had a home in New York. We were like, yeah, we're selling everything and moving to Vermont. And we, there was, so they were like, right? Jaws hitting the ground. Um, and we did do that. It, we live here now. I mountain bike. I ski. My kids mountain bike and ski. They're homeschooled. Is it easy? It's not. But you know what? We want this experience for our family. So we do whatever it takes. There are times we have like, you know, we've had no money. People are always like, we're happy and we have no money. I don't want to live that way. I want to, I, I like money and I like how, what it can do for me. And I like how people feel when I give it to them and all that good stuff. Um, so I make it work. And that's, it's, these, the Spartans are going to be here this weekend. This thing behind me, I climbed it. I hate heights, right? Uh, but I was doing that Spartan race and I can do burpees all day long. I climbed that. It's, I'm not saying this because to say, oh, I'm so amazing. I have the same exact, like, holy shit. I don't want to go 40 feet in the air. Like, I know that's sturdy, but what if it breaks while I'm on, you know, all of that stuff. I bellied across it. Like, it's, you do whatever it takes because you're driven, because you have a passion. And if you are finding yourself not motivated, 
go back in, remember why you enrolled. Remember why should your clients enroll with you? Get passionate, like get excited and that vibration and Stephanie, I love I love the science of it, but you know, you talk a lot about that. Get that vibration going and you just you can't be stopped then. It's amazing. Jack, you've got two little ones. Did so before you had kids, was your expectations of being a mom with little ones different than what it is now in terms of the reality? <laughs> oh, yes. I am a type A entrepreneur, right? I had no dreams of being a stay-at-home mom <laughs> at all. Like I thought that was to the birds. No disrespect to stay-at-home moms because I am now one and I love it. But I had to embrace the challenges of that and my type A personality. So that's why I figured it out. I'm like, I can hire a nanny. I can take them to daycare. I can do all these things. Like I looked at my options and what felt right for my lifestyle, the impact I want in my life, impact I want for my children, and to be authentic about it. Like I'm not going to say it was easy because it wasn't. It's still not. Like, look, I had two backups and a no-show. Like, so what do you do? I need a third backup. Um or you just figure out the challenges and, and muscle through it the best you can. And it's not the easiest thing, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I would definitely not trade it for the world. And it makes my story much more authentic, much more real, and not like everybody else's. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of different programs out there. I like kind of creating a path that nobody's ever gone down before in my own way. And that's what I think we do as coaches is support everybody else. Instead of telling them exactly what to do, exactly what to say, we kind of pull out the magic, right? We pull out the authentic reality that they want to create for themselves and for their clients. And you can't put a price tag on that because there's so much cookie cutter crap out there that might get your results or a quick fix for a couple months. But how are you going to feel after a few months? How are you going to make a business that's three, five, 10 plus years thriving and not just trying to get by, you know, again, not saying there's not going to be challenges, right. But something that is worth the challenge, like having my daughters and, you know, delivering them was worth every challenge. I do not love being pregnant. I love pushing babies out. I think that's a bizarre thing to say, but I love that part of it. I love having them around. I love the challenge of the balance and the ebb and flow, but, um, there's a lot of things in that that aren't fun, but I wouldn't, again, trade it for the world. And when I used to coach people in weight loss, I always brought it back to their weight loss why. And if they couldn't have a strong enough weight loss why that was beyond vanity, then I wouldn't work with them. It's just like we don't take every client. Yeah. They may have a strong application. They may have a weak application. We have you know situations to kind of go around that to really pull out, is that person a great fit for this? Great. If not, here's another program that might be better for you, right? Because we don't want to just show up and have people in this group. This is our family. This is our tribe. So all of you know that when you get on phone calls with us and when you hear this stuff, it's, this is our passion. You know, we may be gifted in certain areas, but this is like do or die for us because we, we love, like we love the mission we are on. And if you don't know our mission, go back to our website and entrepreneur and look at it because this is what we stand for. Yeah. You know, be, do, be great. Great. That's it. Like, there's much more to it, but yeah, that's kind of like the long-winded answer to that. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at if you look at kids, you know, humans are pretty useless for a long time, right? They're they're kind of they're with us for at least what 16 years in most cases. And why is that? Well, it's because we're social animals, right? We need that connection to to thrive. If we don't, then we're toast. So there's, I think, the reason that parents beyond like the fact that they're our own, right? They came from us. I think part of the reason that we are so 
we take parenting so importantly, it's, it's so valuable to us is because we invest so much time and effort into raising these kids, right? If we adopt, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with adopting, because um, I haven't done it personally and I, I can't speak from that experience, but you know, if you adopted a kid and just kind of set them out, I think there's a different level of vested emotion and maybe interest versus like going through the pregnancy, having birth, raising them for 16 to 18 or 20 or 30 years in some cases. There's just so much more investment. And as a result of that, like that's why I think that parenting and business are two of the most spiritual journeys you can ever go on because they're like personal development seminars every single day. You will be challenged. You'll get calls from the tax man. Things are not going to work out. Your ads are going to get disapproved. People are going to say they don't like you, whatever it is. And I think because we go through that stuff, we evolve and grow and become such better versions of ourselves. And that's why, guys, I really, really do believe it is an absolute blessing to have your own business and be an entrepreneur because there is no other path that's going to help you grow as much as your own business. Obviously, having kids, I think, is way up there as well. So that's why we wanted to share this with you guys today because our goal is to make the path simpler for you guys. It's not necessarily to make it easy because we can't, right? A lot of the challenges are up here. A lot of the challenges are gonna be how you respond to external situations in your life and we can't control those. So what we can do is we can give you the support. We can provide an environment that's gonna encourage you and help you grow and help you become a better version of yourself so that you can handle these problems and challenges a little bit more effortlessly or with more ease. So. Um, for all of you guys in the program, uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for stepping up and having the courage to go through this path, to go through this journey, because for a lot of you, I know it's a big step out of your comfort zone, and I want to acknowledge you all for, for doing this. Um, second, if you're not part of the program and you want our help to really take what's up here, your wisdom, your ideas, this passion you have for helping other people, but you just don't have the support, the coaching, the strategy to make that happen, well, how much longer are you gonna let that go on? How much longer do you think you can figure this out on your own? It's up to you how much more you wanna suffer in silence or suffer in isolation. But if you do want a slightly easier path, and again, it's not easy, but a slightly easier path with the right support and encouragement, coaching, and the right strategy to get you from where you are to where you wanna be, then obviously we'd be delighted to help you. So step one, is watch our seven-figure health business blueprint training. It's over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. It's a seven-minute presentation. It's gonna give you some really big insights as to what you should stop doing, what you should probably do a bit more of, and it'll walk you through exactly how we help our clients. And if it resonates with you, then the next step is to book a call with us. And you'll jump on the phone with one of these fine ladies. And if you're a good fit, then we, we're happy to bring you into the program. And if not, at the very minimum, the call will be extremely valuable to give you more clarity in moving forward with what you're doing. So that's what we wanna leave you with today, guys, is you can do this. It's not necessarily gonna be easy, but if you do want our help, start by watching the training, jump on a call with us, and then we can take things to the next level with you. So Steph, Jackie, Amy, thank you guys so much for taking the time today, for sharing your perspectives and wisdom. Uh, for everyone tuning in in the group, thank you guys so much for showing up. For everyone listening on the podcast, hope you've enjoyed this episode. And we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thanks, guys. Bye.